You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Come and let's play together in the bright sunny weather. You're now tuned in to the People's Podcast. Uh-oh. Episode 55 of the People's Podcast Show. Let's go, let's go, let's yeah. go. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 55 of the People's Podcast. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey, y'all. It's Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy HJ on the mic. That's right. It's episode 55. If you're not excited, you should get excited. Because, I mean, like, 55 episodes, right? That's a good number. I think so. You can play it in the picket if you want. I guess you need (laughs) another number after that. Um, Not the picket. But I am excited to be here. How about y'all? Thrilled. Thrilled. Shout out to Uncle Ra in the building once again. It's your boy. It's your boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we are just so happy to be here. I, we have another friend in the studio today. Shout out to Reek. Hey, Reek. Newest member of the People's Podcast team. Turn up. Guys. <laughs> he Shout out to Reek in the studio. I am so excited for him to be here. We're about to have so much fun. As you all know, the first segment of every episode of the People's Podcast is called Happy Hour. Happy hour is a time where we kind of just sit around a table and shoot the shit, you know, catch up with each other, see how our weeks have been, see what we got going on coming up, and just give you guys a little bit about what's going on in our world. So, who would like to start happy hour? I'll start. Okay, girl. Um, This past week has been very eventful slash not eventful. Um, all a full transparency moment going through a little bit of a rough patch. Mm-hmm. It's a rough patch, but it's turning out to be um a a rough patch with a silver lining. Okay. Um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel because sometimes you're in a tunnel and there's no light at the end of it. Right. But this one, I actually do have a light at the end of it. So I'm uh very grateful to God for just seeing me through it. Um, you know, I I choose not to ask god for anything because he has already given me everything um and although i'm in a in a poopy kind of situation right now i know that the best is yet to come Mm. so it's refreshing to be able to be in high spirits i'm here with my friends we had some drinks we still drinking on some drinks um you know, it's it's just a good time to, you know, not be all the way sad, right? Mm-hmm. When you sad and you can't even go to your friends or you can't even go here, you can't even go there. I'm just grateful for my friends and my family um, and the, the, the wonderful spirits that they are that keep me from falling into what could be a dark place. Amen. Because that's a scary place to be in, especially when a new decade is upon us. Right. So... Um, I choose to not dwell on the bad, but all that I do have and not only focus on that, but I'm trying to make it a mission of mine. I'm trying, it's, 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 it's becoming a purpose of mine to just have God come back into my life Mm -hmm. like he's supposed to be. Um, and I don't want to have it be, oh, this is my resolution, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want that. And I don't want, and I mean, obviously God knows everything that we do. He knows our thoughts before mm-hmm. we do. So I know he knew I was coming. And I'm just happy that I found out that it's, it's my time to come back. So um, 
I look forward to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I'm saying it right now on a podcast so that I hold myself accountable because nobody else is going to hold me accountable for that but me. Um, and yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, work is work. Um, again, happy to be here on another Thursday. Uh, one, once again, shout out to Reek um, for being a new member of the team. Very excited to have you here, friend. Um, yes. Other than that, I think that's really it. Um, shout out to Bay because if it wasn't, it, like, it's really nice to just have somebody. Shout out to who? Huh? <laughs> what you had said? What you said? Oh, I thought you had said something. Huh? Shout out to somebody. Mm. I didn't know the name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's nice to be able to know that somebody's waiting for your call. And it's nice to know that somebody wants your happiness. Uh-huh. It's nice to know that somebody wants to love you unconditionally um and it's also nice to have love conquer all that that was actually supposed to be my first tattoo and I, you know what's funny we were in aruba i forgot about that quote mm. it's real in latin it's amor vincit omnia and i always said if i ever get a tattoo that's gonna be my tattoo and i'm more i said after i got the first one i'll never mm-hmm. get another one but now i'm more inclined to get that one because that's something that really truly resonates with me and with my life right now like oh (laughs) glycerine i don't got the i don't got the necklace it's a little too dressy but you know seven you know seven that's mm. Mm, all right you know um but it's just nice it's so nice and i think we spoke about before how you know sometimes we have friends who come into their season and it's Mm -hmm. not our season Mm -hmm. god dang it (laughs) it's my season and that, I think that has a big plays a big part in all the other stuff that's going on in mm-hmm. my life. It makes it not as bad, mm-hmm. um, especially knowing that there's something to look forward to. So, shout out to you, Boo. I know that's right. That's what's up. I'm so excited for my friend. She is feeling so good and happy she right is. now, and I am just so happy for her. Okay, because when I know, like when when you could feel like that, and when everything don't seem so bad. And you, cause you got somebody that you could talk to, and that yep. make your day like that makes a hell of a difference in a person's life. Absolutely, it sure does. So that is amazing, and I'm happy for you, girl. Thank you, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. What's up with you, Joe? What so, you been doing? Let me tell you. you down here? <laughs> I had a fight you. today. You had a Ooh, fight. Had a fight. A physical fight. Nah, a physical one. And I have not had a fight like this in a very long time. Oh, do tell. So I was fighting with this thing called wind. <laughs> oh, not physically this, fighting the wind. And this <laughs> other thing called cold. Oh. And when I'm telling you, they, I'm not used to being jumped. They you jumped know, you? Because I'm used to like taking somebody down and sure. being able to. You, at least, you know, when you fight, you, at least you get one person down. But they. They blind. both had you today. When I'm telling you, <laughs> they had me running. Y'all going <laughs> to. And I was looking back like, you going to catch me. You going to catch me in the springtime. Because right. Listen to me. This ain't this ain't my battle. To, like Amber said, the battle is <laughs> not yours. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't mine. That was the fight. Right. Um. But uh, I'm motherfucking tired. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like they they wore my ass out. Like along with that, as you guys may know, that I started a new job a couple months ago, and this commuter life is for the birds. Bizzards. The birds. Because <laughs> honestly, I wake up at like forty five, five forty five in the morning, and it's like 
I don't stop until like nine or ten o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I and I look forward to Thursdays where I get re-energized, and then I do other things. Like I work from home on Fridays, and it's just like, damn, I cannot wait because it's nothing like not having to wake up as early as you usually do. Absolutely. So it's just like, dang, I can't wait. And today's Thursday. I'm like, yes, I don't mm-hmm. have to wake up. So it's it's very very dope. Um. My week was very, very enjoyable. Um, I didn't. Um, I don't have any complaints because you know um, I'm. I have this pact with my. I have this pact with myself that I um, um, that I do not care to share because. Sorry. There you go. I have this pack with myself that I don't care to share because it's just like um, I, I have this pack with me, myself and God. And it's mm-hmm. just like, yo, um, it's, I've been on this journey. It's very it's been a good journey um, and I can't can't complain. I mean, I mean, the, the road is rough sometimes. But I mean, as long as I know I got like a good conductor, I'm all good. Mm-hmm. Um as I may say, as I may have said, no, that was one of the exclusive episodes that we've made released later on. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but so my mother, um, this Tuesday was my mother's last um, round of chemotherapy. Amen. Um, and it was very, very dope. Speaking upon like myself, Amber and Asia got a tattoo in Aruba and I mean um I don't regret it cuz I like um if you know me you know that I um I well before Aruba I had two tattoos now I have three um I was never thinking of getting more but Amber once you get one sometimes you generally you like okay I like this exactly and it, it kind of look it kind of reminds me every, at every tattoo of my life where was I mm-hmm. um, I got my first tattoo at 21 I got my next tattoo at like 23 24 and then I got this one when I was um, 31 so it's just like very very it's like milestones in my life mm-hmm. um, for those of you even though it's not visual um, I do have the breast cancer ribbon on my left um, uh, lower forearm and hanging from it is boxing gloves and in it there is um a scripture of proverb proverbs 31 and um 25 and it says um she is clothed in strength and dignity and she laughs without um meaning like yo um she's my mother throughout her her um throughout her chemotherapy she was she was still working and she was still cooking she was still cleaning she was still going out places and she was still smiling even though deep down inside she had a lot of stuff going on because it's one thing to be strong for her family but it's another thing to be strong for herself um so um shout out to you ma because like yo you are the real mvp mm-hmm. because no from the beginning till now you have you have yet to you may have bended but you you didn't fold at all mm-hmm. so i mean like shout out to you and i love you so yo um tattoos i don't mind them um but yo i, I um I forgot where I was going. Ooh, but it's okay. Yo, that was my happy uh that's my happy hour, y'all. It, I had a great week. I'm so happy that I am looking forward to 
my my next week and my week after next. Um, I'm looking forward to my 2020. And as I close my um my happy hour, I want to tell you, Amber, that you don't forget what I said earlier in the episodes. Like, you don't have to wait to January 1st to start your New Year's. Right. Your New Year's could start today. And, I mean, even though you may be going through your your various obstacles, sometimes you are put to the test and pressure is applied to you to make diamonds. Mm, come so, on, Joe. So, my thing about <laughs> it is... <laughs> so, my the thing about it is, like, yo... You're going to appreciate all of the struggle. Amen. Once you get out of the fire. Thank you, friend. I appreciate that. So, I mean, that ends my my happy hour. So, what's up with you? Miss Asia Michelle. Hey, shit going on over here. Um, I will say generally that I've been in a good place lately. I have been. Yes, amen to that, friend. Uh, I've been in a good place. I've been in a very optimistic place, and I am remembering who I am, mm. standing in that, and um, owning it and reclaiming it. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm happy about it. You know, um, last weekend I'm gonna tell you, y'all girl been out, your girl been out in the streets. I've been in the streets. I'm trying to tell you, I should like have a driver that just takes me <laughs> to these different places because I'll be outside yes. putting miles on my truck, beloved. But um, last week, Friday, I had the pleasure of linking with a uh, good friend of the show, friend of all of ours, Valencia. Shout out to yes, you, Val. My baby. Um, me and Val was out in the rain. Um, um, Joe ended up meeting us We went to the ghetto for a little bit <laughs> Great time Saturday uh, had a visit From a friend of mine We reconnected um, Shout out to him We reconnected We talked a lot um, And just caught up And went to dinner Caught up It was cool I believe I Also shout out to my homegirl Chantel um, She's a bartender at Carly's in Hillside Which is a bar that I frequent And I used to just go to the bar for happy hour And then me and Chantel became really really good friends um, And I just remember Last year Chantel had got very very sick And she went through a lot And I just remember like You know just wanting her to know That I appreciated her friendship and that she's actually a mentor for me. And uh, she just celebrated her 37th birthday. Oh, she um, good. Yeah, yes. she, just, she just celebrated her 37th birthday. Shout out to Chantel because I can always call her. I can, And she knows so much about me. And it's, it's one thing when you frequent places that know you. But, like, they really care about you. And that's how our friendship began. She would ask about <coughs> me. She would ask about, you know, my best friend. She would ask, like, how's the podcast doing? And she listens every from time to time. And I appreciated that So I showed up for her Saturday evening Then I think I went to the city of Jersey City And I again linked with Joe I've been spending a lot of time with Joe and He's a I, good guy, that guy He is something else I'm telling you once you, It's like once you get a, a whiff of Joe You just can't stop Like I enjoy this man so much That I would love I love to just spend time with him um, He's such a good, good friend I'm glad to have As he blushes over right, here I have met him because <laughs> Not did I see Joe on the Friday, not did I see Joe on the Saturday, but on the Sunday morning. On the morning. 
I joined Joe for service at his church, and I was blessed, um, and I was very appreciative of that time. Um, We went to brunch, and then we was just around. All right, so guys, I have to tell you something. I have found a new interest and hobby that I will be embarking on in 2020, and you guys will see it. Um, And I've just been going around to different places, different restaurants, and trying new things. And I think I want to share some of those experiences with y'all. So y'all will see that in 2020. I had the pleasure of this week linking up with my homegirl, Am and Val, again at the house. We was at the house. That was that Tuesday? Yes, it was. I forgot to mention that. I'm sorry. Yes, like the house <laughs> on Tuesday. When I tell y'all I spend so much time with my friends, it's because I really be sweating them. Like, I love them so much. I mm. really have to think about, like, the, when I be wanting to hit them up. Because it's like, Asia, like, you was just with them yesterday. Right, like, she posted a, a, a <laughs> my IG story and was just like, yeah, I want to hit my friends up. <laughs> but I don't want to bother them. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that joke and I thought. <laughs> because if I swept too fast, she's going to know I see. You seen it and ain't say nothing, okay? Right. I said, oh, let me set it up. But because. Amber hit me up when she seen it and was I like. I sure did. I said, look. Come on over. And I was like, all right. Yes. <laughs> I'm coming. I really love my friends so much. And they are, are, are a reason for the happiness that I have found in my life. My friends don't even know. Like, if I didn't have them, then I would probably, like, I don't know, be shit. I don't know. Um, anyway, y'all, so this weekend coming up is busy. Shout out to my baby sister. She turns 21 on Saturday. <laughs> Does she? Yes. I know that. Um, Jasmine, sh- shout out to her. She turns 21 on the 21st. Um, it's a golden year. Yeah, and my baby is booked and busy. Like, she okay. really don't have a lot of time for me. So I'm trying to figure out what I can do with her this weekend. However, I'm here on this dope as podcast with my friends and we're going to get into the next segment of the people's podcast well first because i don't think we really have a a thriving wild black but we do want to say um happy 95th birthday to cicely tyson oh queen if i can age the way you have and and just be as talented and as wise as you are i will be like so blessed to do so so shout out to cicely tyson happy 95th birthday um, good sister, we are so blessed to have you on this earth. We're gonna move on, and I'm, because I didn't toast before, I want to say cheers to my friends. Um, cheers to Reek. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Reek, you gotta know that now that you've met me, you are stuck with me, beloved. Ain't shit you could do about it. So welcome to my life. Um, mm, next segment, because <laughs> he's a part of my life now. He needs to know. I'm just making everyone aware. Listen, next segment of the episode is a segment like that we like to call the socials. Now, the socials is a segment where we tell y'all the shit that y'all probably saw on social media. However, you might not have been privy to or you might not know much about. So we're going to bring to you a segment called the socials. I like to present a segment of the socials that um just focuses on like celebrity news and gossip and like bullshit so i'm gonna go ahead and just like throw this in here because i don't want to get too much into it you know you guys probably have seen it already so i am just here to reiterate the bullshit and get my friend's opinion so we can make y'all laugh okay (laughs) number one just to get this out the way we talk about Fizz. We've talked about Fizz and Moniz on this podcast for the last couple of weeks regarding the whole April Fizz, Moniz, Omarion situation. I just watched part two of the Love and Hip Hop Hollywood 
uh, reunion for this season. And I would just like to say, Fizz used to be my favorite member of B2K. Years really? ago, he used to be my favorite. Oh my god, I used to he love his his light skin <laughs> ass so much. I used to love him. I used to think he was so cute. However, he ain't when you know better, <laughs> you do better. So now that I know better, I know that I ain't fucking with him because he is Ooh. a selfish prick that think he is more than he is, and he has no right to treat the mother of his child the way that he does. And if you guys are like, what the fuck is she talking about? I'm referring to a clip that has been going on social media, and you can check out the Shade Room or any of the other um, like blog Instagram pages to see that there's a clip of Fizz and Moniece at the reunion where Moniece is talking about how she is having a hard time with her mental health. And, you know, sometimes she will ask Drew, who is Fizz, to take her son for the week or that day so she can handle her handle. And he says no because it's not her week and he thinks that she's inconsistent. However, I want to say that I say that to say this. When people suffer from mental illness um, and they are vocal about what they're going through, you need to be very careful on how you address them when you try to make it sound like they, them announcing their situation is just them trying to ask for pity because it could be a cry out for help and at the end of the day sir that is the mother of your child so if you want your child to be okay then you might want his mom to be okay because at the end of the day that's what he wants as well so if you want to use your attitude and want to bring up the past about her inconsistency mm -hmm. that says a lot about how much you feel about yourself mm -hmm. that you're still riding on that bandwagon from a long time ago when you had full custody of your son and now y'all have joint custody you still ride on that wave of her still trying to figure shit out uh -huh. and you having full custody that's over now sir she now has joint custody and can take care of her son but she is very vocal that sometimes she has a hard time and your responsibility as the father of your son is to help his mother raise him because y'all supposed to raise him together moving on oh. I would like to um, address <laughs> Takashi six now now you know you guys I used to give you guys the Takashi update when he was snitching and doing all this stuff uh, right right he's right a yeah he was snitching in the jail and stuff like that to, to the to the police everything telling them everything that was happening with the people with the mm. people that he was messing with so mm. Takashi decided to write a nice letter to the judge like basically begging and pleading and said judge I want to go out here and do good things for the was people. It uh, it was it was proofread enough for him to read it. So um, they said that he had a very nervous demeanor in the courtroom, and you know he almost couldn't speak. He was very nervous, but then he decided to refer back to you know the the letter that he wrote, and he read it to the judge, basically pleading to the judge and said, "Judge, you know I know I was out here, you know, just riding on this Takashi wave and not being Daniel Hernandez when you know I went to go see these children in the hospital as Daniel Hernandez, and they look up to me, and I want to be able to continue to you." You know make an impact like that so if you just allow me so the judge was like all right i call bullshit because you know you've been involved with these people although mm -hmm. you told that's great but you were involved <laughs> with these people mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna let you walk out of here today like you expected to but you are sentenced to 24 months which he has served 13 of those months already mm -hmm. however i'm i'm not sure i want to say 
I don't know if they granted him time served as far as what he has already served and he's just going to serve another year mm-hmm. or if that means an additional 24 months to his 13 months. Either way, 47 years versus 24 months or whatever, 40, 24 months plus 13 is, is you know, it's a, it's a big difference. I think you made out scot-free. You should be shouting and praising God for the sentence that you did receive. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, next case. I want to talk a little bit, and this is my last case because I don't care about the uh, the other one that I have. This case, I want to talk about uh, the wife of J.R. Smith praying on social media mm. about um, her husband's about infidelities. <clears throat> um, I had a lot of, um, I will say my initial reaction, and if y'all want to go ahead and react after that, um, my initial reaction, I was embarrassed for that lady. Um, I was embarrassed. Um, just as as a black woman of faith like i just feel like so, i would i would pray if that if you want to pray about that to god and you want to present it the way that you did that's fine but i wasn't going to be posting my prayers on social media for everybody to know and, and then for my husband to come back onto social media and say i don't even know why she posted that because we've been separated for months mm-hmm. so i don't know what she praying about <laughs> she praying for you to return that's what she was praying. and it's just like sis like i i just want people um you know to take their relationships and also to take their faith two separate things even though they can combine in a relationship but 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 take it more seriously because i don't know what that was about but i i don't know and i'm i'm gonna play it for y'all what she was saying on the internet um because i i it disturbed me it disturbed me and i was i just felt embarrassed a little bit you know how you see somebody in the street doing something it don't got nothing to do with you you don't know that person or nothing and you just embarrassed i be embarrassed for people Hold on, here she go. Um, so, um. All right, girl. Oh, God is mad wild. Um, My God is mad wild. There's <laughs> a lot going on. Clearly, y'all know that because y'all been sending it to me, DMing it to me, this, saying this. But anyway. Um, in my quiet time with my father, I'm like, God, like, all of this is going on. What you, you know. And it's a battle, and it's a hurdle. You jump over, whatever, whatever. <sighs> Out there in the public, all that good stuff. I mean, like, church, all that stuff, you know, in my little quiet space, whatever, whatever. He like, nah, you're going to pray, and you're going to put it out there, and you're going to let that be that. Oh, God made her do this. Because mm-hmm. you're going to shut the gang cells. You're going to shut their mouth. Mm. Help me, God. So... As I was taking Demi to school, um, God was like, yeah, you going to pray? You going to post it? I said, uh-uh. I didn't see this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't post it. You going to post this good prayer. Mm. But listen, I'm at this point in my life right now. Oh, God. Baby, mm. if God say this, jump, leap, back, what? Would you? Now you right. You said... Oh, God, we out here. Ooh. What you need me to oh, do? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, okay, I'm going to just let it run. So I'm going to say the good prayer, <coughs> and I'm going to oh. leave it where it's at. I'm going to let it fall, how it's going to fall, and keep it moving. That's it. Okay, girl. <sighs> so oh, I got to go back. Yeah, because so I got it right was here. Her, um, Please keep about- us with us, God. Go we are all hurting. Everybody is hurting, not just me, but my husband, he's hurting, and Candace, Lord Father God, she's hurting. I pray, Lord Father God, for Candace, that you please just mend her heart, Lord Father God, for her to go out here, Lord Father God, and seek a married man, 
Father God, I just pray that you, you give her grace and mercy, Lord Father God, through all of this, Lord Father God. I lift her up, Lord Father God, wherever she is broken, to heal her broken heart, Lord Father God, and let her know at the end of the day, it is you that can fill all voids, Lord Father God. You are the only one that can fill any and all voids in our lives, Lord. Like... And it was there, there's, there's minutes and minutes and yeah, minutes of this. She was like, Lord, help and, and send my angels to my husband and mm -hmm. forgive him, Father, for he know not what he mm -hmm, did. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, but he didn't know what he was doing. He did it, girl. Facts, like, <laughs> he wasn't confused. He knew exactly what he was doing because he wanted to do it. But then to go ahead and have your husband go ahead and put out on his social media, like, I don't know why she is... Why um, she is saying this Because we've been separated for months And I don't think God sent her to do that You embarrassed yourself ma'am And that is unnecessary And that's all I'm going to talk about As far as celebrity news I'm going to turn it over right over to Joe You ready for what's on the tube Joe Okay now here we go so what's up with y'all? Happy holidays to you guys, first off. I mean, because when this comes out, you're going to hear our voice during the holidays. So Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, mm. and Happy... I mean, just have fun. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. All of that other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just like I told y'all last week, what I'm going to try to do, I, I selected 10 holiday movies, and I'm going to give you, um, this week and next week, I'm going to give you five of each week of how I felt about them. Some of them, well, majority of them came out a while ago when we were growing up and before, um, and I'll just give you a brief overview of how I felt about them. Um, I watched, so just give you what I watched, I watched Hallow, um, Halloween, um, Home Alone, The Preacher's Wife, um, Last Holiday, Black Nectivity, um, The Night, uh, The Black Nectivity, what else did I watch? Uh, Holiday Heart. And Holiday Heart, yes, that was it. First and, first and foremost, Holiday Heart is not a Christmas movie. I was about to say, that is not for that, Christmas. When I looked up, when I looked at it online, it was like, I said the top. Um, and they had Holiday Heart 50, on there? Yes, they had it on it's there. It's because it say Holiday, but right. name, the name but was the, Holiday. His name or her was name? Hot, what? Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the the movie was called Holiday Heart, and honestly, it's not. It, it made me. It triggered a lot of things inside of me because, like, honestly, <clears throat> like it was a lot of family issues that was going on. Even though at the end it, it was the holiday season, and the and um, the gentleman that was named Holiday took in on took the younger woman and it, it was just like too much going on mm -hmm. and i was like i would count that out and i would not put that on one of the top 50 holiday movie mm -hmm. black holiday movies um in itself so i watched the best man holiday next up and you know what the best man holiday had me like in it like <laughs> because there was a lot of this again it was a lot of drama and everything with 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 best man holiday mm -hmm. because you know if you saw the first the first movie you knew what the issues were but watching these movies as an adult gave me a different perspective because it was different things that i noticed like when um i forget her name she took she she was diagnosed with cancer and she told her husband to look at her look at me Ooh. and she slid that wig off i said oh, god, god i'm not laughing at this man oh jesus I was like, Jesus. I was like crying because I knew what the hell she was talking about. But I'm like, it's a holiday, baby. 
And then when she got up and she was singing that song. Wait, I'm not laughing. Oh, I was like, Jesus, 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 Jesus. But no, nonetheless, I love that movie. That's a great Black Holiday film um, to watch because it showed me that you don't necessarily have to be with your biological family to enjoy the holidays. You can also be with your friends that you call your family and enjoy it. And one thing that I did, um, some of my friends from college, we did have a pack and we said that once we have kids and we get older and we get married, there is like we're gonna we're gonna be just like that. It wasn't it was it wasn't best man holiday, it was more so like a um um, why did I get married and all that other stuff without minus to drama, but more so the cohesiveness, the friendship. And so far, we've been doing a great job. We're gonna be, who I'm gonna be 32 in the next couple Woo! weeks. So, Lord Jesus, let's 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 shake, <laughs> let's let's hold on to the table and let's shaking on it. Um, I really couldn't get on. Oh, I watched the miracle on 34th Street. Um, I didn't, I, I, I really couldn't watch the whole thing, it was just too. Um, outdated for me. Mm. Um, have you ever seen it? I have not. Really? I did not see it. And that's one Great reason movie. why I put it on my list. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like outdated and I just felt like it was slow. It didn't it didn't grasp my attention too mm-hmm. much. Um That's no. a great movie. Oh, it is. But I mean, I've seen it millions Many of times, times. right? Yeah. So now when it comes on it's like just playing in the background, you know. So I've never seen. So I did see Home Alone, and in my first instance, I was like Macaulay Culkin, your bad ass should have been in front of your mother and not in front and behind your mother. And this is why they invented those things that the kid feel like they on a leash like a dog. <laughs> like get your ass in front, and they got the nerve to, to to have like other other um series. Of the mo- sequels of the movie, yeah. I'm like, God damn it, like Macaulay, and then the, and then and the fact that he sat there no, 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 and no. he was able to like maneuver through the city and uh-huh. do all this other stuff, and I'm sitting up here like, yo, and these kids nowadays can't even get from school to home. Fakes, right? So I'm sitting up here like, oh, I love how his his like survival tactics were, but it was just like, God damn it. Like can I, I, I left my if I left my niece <laughs> in the mall and just watched her like having cameras watch her to see if she can get home would she be able to get home mm-hmm. without a cell phone mm. right absolutely Jesus so it's just That's like to think about right so um all the other movies was was great I love the black black nativity um one thing that um. Once I, I'm going to give this quote that I got from it, and then I'm going to um, have it, and then I'm going to continue it during um, What's Word on the Street. Um, it was something that was said early in the movie. You know, this is like a musical. And it said, when a, when a mom gives a name to her child, she restores her hope. Um, I'm not going to give too much of how, what my word is, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's privy up right around that quote. But um, in lieu of the holidays, like I told y'all, I couldn't. There was an anticipated date that I told y'all two, three weeks in a row, and it was December sixteenth, and that was the premiere of the Loving Hip Hop <laughs> New York series. Because you <laughs> know what? It. That was they were shaking the damn table. They Do, were. They were shaking the table. It's a and lot I, of people on that show. It's a lot of freaking. Uh, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at the cast right now, it's and some of, of the people on the cast are is incarcerated, mm-hmm. so they still getting paid. Mm-hmm. For it. 
I ain't know Mandisi was in jail for such a long time. How long has he been in there for? What, five years? He's been in jail. No, it's eight eight years, but he's in jail for 13 years. Oh, shoot. And Jewel's is still in the damn... Because as long as their name is still being mentioned and their storyline, that's a check, that's a rule. Right. And Jim Jones, he was shown in the premiere episode, but then he flew out, Mm -hmm. leaving a dirty house, Mm -hmm. uh, a house in foreclosure Foreclosure. to Chrissy Lampkin. And all he showed up is on a FaceTime. And all he showed up (laughs) is on a damn FaceTime. Dang it. So in in the the two-hour episode, I wasn't, like, really too hyped, but let me let you know this. Like, that just lets me know when looking at this lineup – Chrissy is still the same person and I love how she can articulate herself and then show up and be very respectful but let you know I will beat your ass Mm -hmm. by the drop of the hat. So bitch, if you I'm sorry. Hmm. Trick. Girl. Trick. (laughs) If you step out of line um, you will will get your wig snapped. She and said I, for somebody, I think she was like, girl, you're going to make me slap you again. I think she was talking to Gandhi right. when they was at the party. Right. She was like, and I then, will slap you. I was like, wow. Right. Okay. And then to look at it, I mentioned two episodes ago how um, Chrissy said that Yandy was a flat chested boy. <laughs> and by the look of this picture, ain't no more flat chested boy. Yandy said, y'all ain't about mm. to come for me now. Right. So my thing is, I just feel like, yes, Chrissy is coming and... And Yandy is stepping down because, like, she thought that she was the boss, but she's not. I feel like a lot of things happened, whereas she did apologize. And I love the fact that in this episode, she was very, in these two episodes, she was very big and very mature on the different things. Like, even with dragging Kimbella off of the ottoman, Mm. she apologized on it. She said, yo, I was not in that right place. So... The fact that she can go back and say, yeah, I'm not good on it. And when she could try to be nice to Yandy and Yandy say, I don't want to have nothing to do with it. But yet still have Chrissy's name in her mouth later on just shows that Chrissy does hold stain and hold weight. So I'm not sure if um, Mona Mona Lee. Mona Scott Young. Mona Scott Young. Mm -hmm. I said Mona Lee Simmons. Mm -hmm. That's Kimora. That's Kimora Lee. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mona. I don't know if she's just making it. She's making. She's writing this into it. But yo, like I'm, I'm ready to watch it. But because I haven't watched a lot of social, um, like this reality television, like this in a while, it's kind of making me overwhelmed because I kind of feel like it's gonna get to the point where as it's gonna be no more dragging over the ottoman. Chrissy may get her ass whooped. I mean, not Chrissy. Yandy gonna get her ass whooped, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be with a lot of bodyguards being able to hold Chrissy back because Yandy is all talk. Because she really is, and when she talks, she don't say much. She doesn't say anything <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. That's just like when um um what's her name? China Black China. Mm-hmm. Was telling the girl to get out the house, and she said before she get evicted, and the girl said, like, "How you get evicted by the? But you own a house. But you own a. Y'all talking about Black China? Yeah. And she said, because it's because called, you, it's called you get can. off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> girl, you don't know what you're talking about. That's terrible. Uh, it's called because you can. Huh? That shit is funny. That is dumb. Very That's what that was. Right. Okay. Terrible. You, right, girl said please. it is because. <laughs> Get off my log! Look at my some shit. She said, "I watched that clip. I was dying." Right. Terrible. So I mean, like I'm gonna stay tuned on the social, um, 
the social a fucking mess the social media as well as miss asia michelle i'm going to stay tuned on what's <coughs> happening on the tube um there will be some a new series that i'm going to be adding to the tube because it was a lot of series from the fall season that has ended mm-hmm. um Power coming back in Power. a couple of years. Power is coming back mm-hmm. on uh, the day before January my birthday. 5th. The day before my birthday. So mm-hmm. we'll see how this goes, friend. But <coughs> stay tuned to what's on the tube. It's lit. Thank you for that, Joe. So what's up with you? Amber brings us a segment. Um, and she tells us things that we should actually know. Um, so <laughs> you can thank Amber for educating you every week on the news that's in other news. Well then, <laughs> it is a joyous time, my people, my people, my people. Right. Um, today is December nineteenth, mm-hmm. the immediate day after that mofo who is in the chair position leading this country. I refuse to even give him the shine of saying his name on this show. That motherfucker has been impeached. And what I, I have a couple things that I want to get through. Um, I won't be too boring. I want to clarify some things. And I want to also be a little tiny bit entertaining. Um, before I get into um, explaining not only what this means and what we can expect... Um, the most immediate update that I have for you, um, regarding him, um, is as follows. So this is according to CNN, um, after being impeached, this man is hoping to move quickly to a vigorous defense in the Senate and is distressed, um, that the trial he hopes will vindicate him might actually be delayed. So he asked, um, a very top Republican ally, Senator Lindsey Graham, you may have seen him a few times. He said to him, what are they doing in reference to the, de- the Dems? Um, and most particularly Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Um, once he learned on this morning, Thursday morning, that they may withhold sending the actual articles of impeachment to the Senate until they feel assured that there will be a fair trial. Um, one other thing I wanted to just update you guys on is that Representative Jeff Van Drew, I know we haven't taken anyone to the library in a very long time, but I'm going to incorporate my library sentence to this young man named Representative Jeff Van Drew, who has stated he will be switching parties from Democrat to Republican in opposition to Trump's impeachment and lastly on the update i'll state that once reporters ask the man how does it feel to be the third president impeached by the house the young man said in his true fashion (laughs) i don't feel like i'm being impeached because it's a hoax it's a setup it's a horrible thing they did so clearly um he is still him um Unfortunately, there are people, not unfortunately, but there are people who are still not um, as educated on what all this stuff means. So before I get into some 
clarifications. I just wanted to hear from Auntie Maxine Waters. Another individual who would have been caught conducting themselves in the way this president has would have been prosecuted to the full extent of the law. It is shameful that any members of this house are willing to disregard the Constitution, turn a blind eye to hard facts, and ignore a confession from the president himself. History will remember those who were willing to speak truth to power. Yes, I call for Trump's impeachment early. This is our country. Our foremothers and our forefathers shed their blood to build and defend this democracy. I refuse to have it undermined. I wholeheartedly support this resolution. I'm proud that in the final analysis, justice will have been served in America and Donald Trump will have been impeached. Expired. So, uh, Auntie said, I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. Um, this is a good day because there's a lot of people who are, um, as it was so eloquently stated by a young woman on Twitter name, her and her at name is everyone's mom 16. And coincidentally, she is a white woman and her name is actually Karen. <laughs> so she said, y'all, please stop insulting one another's intelligence. We know it still has to go through the Senate, but until then, merry impeachments. So I retweeted that and I said, thank you, Karen, because usually we're quite kind of over Karen, but this time Karen had a good thing to say. Um, in terms of the clarifications on any for anyone who um, does not quite understand how impeachment works or even, you know, what the next steps may be, let me um, give a very quick explanation. So one, which is very cut and dry. Um, this is from Zeli Imani on Twitter. Um, Donald Trump is the third president in U.S. history to have been impeached by the House. But impeachment does not mean instant removal. There will then be a trial held in the Senate. If 67% of the Senate votes for conviction, he will be removed from office. Otherwise, he remains. That's really cut and dry um, what all of this means. Um, in history, there has been no no president that has ever been removed from office by the Senate. Um, there's a nice graphic that's going around. Um it's like an infographic, basically. Um, I don't know if I took a screenshot of it or if I saved it. I took a screenshot. I got it. So um, it says, how does impeachment work? I won't read through the whole thing. But basically, um, what does impeachment actually mean? And in, in just to, to summarize, it literally just means to bring charges um, of misconduct for to someone um, of uh, misconduct or legal wrongdoing. So what is an impeachable offense? Um, the Constitution says that a high-ranking federal official can be removed from office if convicted of treason, bribery, or other high crimes or misdemeanors. Um, as we know, the Articles of Impeachment were um, um, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. So those were impeachable um, offenses. As I said before, impeachment does not necessarily mean removal from office and um impeachment after i'm sorry removal from office is not common after um impeachment so everything that needed to happen you know is happening the next thing and and to clarify this man has been impeached like don't think that he has not you know right. he has Despite officially he talking about. right <laughs> this is no hoax this is not a setup like he has officially been impeached um Basically, now the fifth step out of this six step process, the House 
will appoint members of the Senate to hold a trial. The Supreme Court Chief Justice is going to preside. And again, there needs to be 67 out of the 100 senators out of the country. There are 50 Mm -hmm. states. Two senators per state um, must vote in favor of a conviction. However, the Senate is led by the Republicans. And we all know that it's Mm -hmm. most likely not going to happen. Um and then the sixth step is if the two-thirds vote is reached, then that motherfucker's out of here. So, um, just a fun fact, the other two um, presidential impeached, I'm sorry, three fe- presidential impeachments were Andrew Johnson in 1868, Bill Clinton in 1998, and Richard Nixon in 1974. So, um, I think it's just really important to put that information out there to let, to let people know, like, what impeachment means. Um, how this affects your children, your children's children, um, how it affects you. There's some rumors going around about taxes and, you know, all these different things. And um, I just don't want people to take away from the absolute stride this is mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the right direction. Like, yes, we might not get that Senate vote, but... How look how long it took us to get just to an impeachment when we we and knew he needed to record. be yes we knew he needed to be impeached a very long fucking time ago he should have never made it there right so I'm I'm going to look at this um, not just you know as oh we're gonna lose in the Senate but just as a step forward because it took us years three years to get this man impeached when he has. A considerable amount of offenses Mm -hmm. that he has committed. Okay, Um, again, we all we can do is pay attention to the news. I implore you to watch the news, whether you watch Fox, whether you watch uh, CNN. The the facts are the facts, and the facts are always going to be the facts. So, and when it's time to vote, go vote. Big facts. He's going to he is running for office again. Absolutely. And 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 there was something that I saw today that was like, make sure you vote. This is kind of this impeachment in a kind of you know really sinister way may be fueling the racism that is in the underbelly, and I'll even say fucking overt Mm -hmm. uh, level of this country, right? this impeachment might fuel the fire in the motherfuckers who didn't necessarily want to vote for Trump, but they know they racist, right? It's fueling a fire in people who would have definitely voted for Trump and didn't even vote last mm-hmm. election, right? So we have a lot of hurdles still to jump through and jump, I'm sorry, jump <laughs> over uh, a lot of obstacles to still make it through. But again, I am very elated that justice has been served as Miss, uh, not Miss, but uh, Maxine Madam. Waters has has so eloquently stated justice will be served in this country, and yeah, we just gotta stay tuned to the news and be abreast of you know everything that is to come because this is, we're literally living through history. I mean, it was historic that he even made it to the White House, but this right here is history. So that's thank all I got for in other news. Amber, I am appreciative of that news because i know that our listeners might not have been privy to everything um that has been going on in the news and i think that it is important for them to even know what impeachment is 
um, what it actually means, what this leads to, because... I remember having a conversation with a co- with a cousin of mine about when this whole thing really started happening months ago. <clears throat> talks about impeachment, and he was the first one to say he's like it'll pass through the house, but it's not going through the Senate. And I, at first, I didn't really know what he meant, but I, and then I understood what impeachment meant. But I want people to understand that this is a big deal. However, being that we already have this outlook on what's going to happen, I need you. to this to employ you guys to just be more attentive and educated about what's going on so that when it's time for you to really make a difference you show up to do it because the people that don't know shit about what's going on are still showing up for trump for some for for some reason Mm -hmm. um but amber thank you so much for staying abreast of that news because i know sometimes it can be very depressing to watch and stay uh, abreast to um but we're going to move forward into the episode because we have some other things going on that we want to talk to you about but before we before we move into those things i'm going to bring you a quick segment about nothing a segment about nothing is a segment about mental wellness and um it teaches you and not teaches anybody anything i'm just talking to you guys about some things that i'm going uh, that i'm experiencing that i have been abreast to during my mental health journey um i am someone who suffers from clinical depression and anxiety so i've had to you know pay a little bit of att- attention to what's going on in my head so i really wanted to give you guys like some type of like psychologists information that i received however um i just want to talk to you guys a little bit about what i'm experiencing and my mental wellness journey currently um i have been single and not in a relationship for over four years now and now i'm kind of entertaining the fact of trying to do that and i had to remember about my behaviors and my past relationships that i have had to work through in order to be with someone um i feel like in order for me to effectively be with someone i need to kind of be good with myself and understand myself um so Uh, Something that I was recognizing about my mental health in pursuing romantic relationships um, was that I used to be a savior in my relationships, and that is what I... um, that's what I thought a relationship was as a, as a woman that you would uh, save and help and be there for the person that you are with. And my experience and what I'm being mindful of is now is that is what validated me in my relationships and what I needed. I equated being a savior as in being in control or being a boss. That's what made me feel better about being a savior and being there helping someone. It was that I felt like, oh, this person needs me. And that person wouldn't have this if it wasn't for me. So I felt okay with being a savior all the while I was not being treated correctly. Um, But I did that because I knew that saving the person meant that they needed me. I needed to feel wanted and I wanted to feel needed. And that's what validated me in relationships, which I want us to pay attention to because attracting a partner who doesn't need to be saved forced me to see that my inherent value out. It forced me to see my inherent value, the value I saw in myself. And it was outside of what I could do for that other person. Mm-hmm. So the all all I saw the value in myself is what I could do for that person, and now I see that my value is outside of what I can do for somebody else. So don't center your self worth and identity around sacrifice, 
because you shouldn't have to sacrifice in order to have companionship. Mm. You should be able to and be allowed to be exactly who you are in who you are and still have compatibility that's very important you don't have to lower your standard or you don't have to accept something in order to have love and i will be honest and say that that's something that i was taught growing up is that you know you deal with things from a significant other or from a man because that's the cost of keeping a man Mm -hmm. oh the cost of keeping a man that's like a good book title right it was the cost of keeping a man. And so a lot of people talk to me about compromise and sacrifice. I think there's a big difference about compromising and sacrifice. Because I will say, I used to be one to be like, compromise what and for what? I'm not compromising anything. Yeah. But it's different than sacrificing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to sacrifice who you are, where you come from, what you believe in, how you feel, your experiences, just so you can make someone feel better about being with you. <laughs> Because that shows how much you value yourself. So don't center your self-worth and identity around sacrifice, beloved. Mm. Mm. You're speaking a word tonight, girl. Mm. It's not worth it. Shoot. You need to turn that corner, turn back around, and figure out how you can love yourself before you try to identify and, and be with somebody else. That's a segment about nothing. That was great. Okay, so uh, my segment is entitled word on the street and on this segment today's word is nomenclature nomenclature <laughs> Ugh, lord jesus when i'm telling you um my segment came up out of the birth of miss um miss amber nicole she helped me a lot with this with, with this segment so i do want to give her a big shout out so um the definition of this word um the device the definition of this word is a devising or choosing of names for things especially in science or other disciplinaries um so one struggle that um that i was going through with coming up with this this topic was um when i was watching the 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 movie black nativity the quote that i gave earlier was more so like at birth you are given a name Mm -hmm. and that name may mean something to your parentals but is that who you embody Mm -hmm. or so sometimes in life we may not be who we may not be who we who our parents say we are because as a child we have to grow up mm-hmm. and become someone else. So one thing that um so what's her name? Jennifer Lopez was the mother uh, of a young gentleman and um, as Nas was rapping his song, one thing that, like I said, came to me is when a man, when a mom gives a name to her child, she restores her hope. So no matter what that hope is, whether it's like freedom, whether it's like um, self-worth mm-hmm. or um, security, that child is mm-hmm. now supposed to uphold. It's supposed to, and I say air quotes, mm-hmm. uphold the the 
history and or the the what's the source give me a word i'm sorry the what the the per the child is supposed to uphold and um live up to live up to live up to the standards yes Mm -hmm. of their parents but that that may not be their own journey. That sure. may not be the journey that they go down. Sure. Just fulfilling sure. expectations. So there's sure. two levels to, like, nomenclature. Nomenclature. Mm-hmm. Um, your birth, when you get that name, and you have to walk through life with that name. Mm-hmm. Um, and your parent may not understand that that name may mean t- tons of different things. And with in today's society, growing and going into your adolescent stage which is the second stage that i wrote down like that's the that's the stage where you gotta find you go through your identity identity crises Mm -hmm. you go through the the bullying nowadays we didn't have to go through too much of bullying because back in the day when i was growing up it took about two to three hours before you saw that post or you heard what happened or you got that message from that bully or whoever it was that somebody was talking about you nowadays it's instant Mm mm-hmm so now you got to deal with it throughout classes, throughout um, life. And that name may not be who you are as a person. Right. So now you got to not only walk through in life because as a child, we go through calling these kids bad kids. So now we go through them. We, we, my name is Joe. Next, I'm a bad kid. Now I got to go through the differentiation, differentiation of What's a bad kid and who's Joe? Now I got to go through life with my peers calling me another name. And then I'm going through puberty now. And I'm trying to go through the chemical imbalance of what's going on in my body. Mm -hmm. And now going through the next stage of adulthood when it comes to you got to go through. If you don't go to school, you have to go through building a family. So now you're going through, like we've been always saying, this generational curse mm-hmm. of knowing, not knowing who we are. Yeah. So I say that to say, when you are naming your child, or, yes, because I can't, we can't make a difference with, we can put make an impact with those that are here today with our peers, mm-hmm. but the most impact comes with the next generation because they are the ones Mm-hmm. That that can change it a lot better than we can. Sure. Um, you got to make sure that you instill in them mm-hmm. names that's not going to only empower them, but strengthen them. Because when you walk this thing called life, mm-hmm. you have to be equipped with a lot of names that's going to help you. Because we have to watch the things that we say. Because, I mean, the Bible say, gift, come on, Asia, come with me. I'm, I'm, I'm the here. The power of tongue. Whatever, we're going to have to cut this out. Listen. The Bible says something about how the power, the Bible says something about, like, the power of the tongue it's very, very strong. Mm-hmm. So you got to speak nothing but life. So we wonder why. We wonder why when we in life, 
We go through all of these issues because we're so used to hearing so much negativity. We we so used to hearing what's going on in our life. We we so used to hearing about like negativity about what we're doing and what we are called in life that we don't realize that we are affecting the next generation. Right. So honestly speaking, people, you got to not only make sure that you empower your your, your kids whether you have them or not. Mhm. You got to change the, the if we want to change the 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 um the narrative, we got to make sure that we do it with them now right. because we never know the outcome of it. We got to be very very open-minded because sometimes I do realize the generation that came before us, they aren't as really they they aren't really open minded as we are today. Right. So be sure that you are very open minded in life and you are very accepting to a lot of things. Um and here ends my word on the street. Yes, that was great, Joe. Thanks for that, Joe. <coughs> Amber brings us a segment every week. And she just does nothing but just drop jewels in her footsteps. Every step she takes, a jewel drops. And you have to be quick and grab it because somebody else is going to grab it (laughs) if you don't. Um, This is a segment called Amber's Little Gems. Hey, hey. So, um, I'm feeling it on my spirit. Ooh, Um, my spirit. (laughs) So, typically, you guys know that I speak about... um, Business-related advice, um, motivational advice. But being that this is um, not the last show, but the second-to-last show of literally the decade, um, I want to go down a different road. And it's partly due to the different the different road that my life has been going down. Um, But it all kind of like ties into business, it ties into work, it ties into my endeavors, my goals, all that kind of stuff. So um, I have two things to just bring to you guys' attention and then we can talk about it or not. Um, But this is just something that I want, like it's it's just on me to say it um, because I think that it's beneficial to people. And I don't know if I've said this before, um, but if I did, oh well. So, to start off, I just want to say... Oh. Huh? But if I did, oh. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a quote from uh, a young woman who I follow. Um, she is a speaker, uh, personal branding strategist like me, and she has tons of gems, and I am inspired by her all the time. Um, so, something that she said not long ago, a couple months ago, was when good things happen to me, I thank God and I say, I deserve this. Mm-hmm. Believing that I deserve it stops me from self sabotaging. I normalize great things happening to me all the time. Um, and then, on top of that, um, again, this isn't necessarily, um, this isn't necessarily like, in the the business kind of aspect but it's just what i've been feeling so it says um fall in love with someone who wants you and who waits for you who understands you even in the madness someone who helps you and guides you someone who is your support and your hope 
Fall in love with someone who talks with you after a fight. Fall in love with someone who misses you and wants to be with you. I love that sentence because it is two of the, it, it those are two of the most basic mm-hmm. relationship kind of emotions or, or, or actions, right? Just somebody that misses you and literally someone that actually wants to be with you, right? Mm-hmm. Don't fall in love with only a body or a face or with the idea of being in love. So those two quotes, even though one, the first one about self-sabotage and, you know, um, saying that I deserve these good things is regarding business, so to Mm -hmm. speak. Obviously the second one is about love, but it's crazy how like those two things still have like so much to do with one another, Mm -hmm. right? From two different authors. Um, And that's uh, the first one is something that I've been wanting to say for a while. Again, I don't know if I said it before, but it's been something that I've been wanting to say, but I just haven't had the right reason Mm -hmm. if you're following me to say it. And now at this point of my journey of life, I found that like, oh, this is why I wasn't ready to say that yet because it didn't pertain to the business side mm-hmm. of Amber's Little Gems. It pertained to the life side mm-hmm. of Amber's Little Gems. And now that I am experiencing something that, you know, like when you when 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 you're when you when you hit the lottery and you just so happy, it's just so hard to contain it like oh my God, I just hit the lottery for whatever, you know, $10,000. It's hard to contain that joy, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're loved and you like really feel something that you actually like see a future with, it's hard to contain that. And it's hard also to, for me, um, feel like, you know, this is right. This is Mm -hmm. it. This is what I deserve. This, This, you know, I went through all that bullshit because this is what was coming. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning to, again, stop the self-sabotage and realize, like, God loves me, too. Just like he has blessed A, B, C, D, E, and F. It's like, oh, my God, is this, like, my turn? Like, sometimes you see so much love and happiness going on around you. You wonder, like, God dang, when is it going to happen for me? And then when it does happen for you, you're scared, like, is it going to end sure. like the other one ended? Right. Right. Is this is this just a joke again? Is this just one of those trying times mm-hmm. that God is sending me to make sure that I'm a strong soldier? Right. Because I'm tired of being at war. <laughs> I'm tired of going through, through situations that's going to make me stronger. I am as strong as I can be, God. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I say all that to say, you know, whenever something good happens for you, again, whether it is in your business, whether it is in your life, whatever it may be, just any goodness that is coming to you, please believe and not only believe, say out loud that this is what's supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I deserve this right now. And I come to that. I come to that without, you know, putting my business out there because I'm not interested in doing that right now. But I asked the person that I'm with right now a question that was basically like, you know, like, you know, what made you come back? Let's just put it that way. And they said, like, yo, you deserve this. And that could come off pretentious to some people like oh you deserve me but really when when you find someone who knows that they love you who knows that they want to be with you who knows that you are their person and they're like you know what this is what it is like when, when when you when you come to that consensus together like nah like this is what it is that's a crazy kind of revelation i never had that before 
in my 30 years i never had that in 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 my three-year relationship Mm -hmm. both of them Mm -hmm. never had that never had somebody who a knows god and b knows in him that i am what he wants Mm -hmm. and even Mm -hmm. me saying that out loud is weird right because it's like holy shit like i have somebody that wants me and he tells me Mm -hmm. every day and he tells me he loves me every day and he tells me he misses me every day in the three fucking year relationship that I was in, mm. I could count on maybe two hands how many times that man, maybe one, mm. that man told me that he missed me. Wow. And, and definitely on maybe three or four fingers how many times he loved me. Said those words out loud. Wow. So, it's weird. It's scary. Right? It, it's scary to, to experience something like that. And I want to... I want to share these emotions Mm -hmm. with anybody else who may be feeling like a little skeptical of the goodness that is in their life. And it's not just about a relationship. Mm -hmm. It could be anything. You might be on the verge of getting a promotion at work. You might have been busting your ass, you know, in your business and you about to get the biggest breakthrough, the biggest order Mm -hmm. that you've ever gotten. And just just know that like you deserve that shit like this. You went through every setback, every obstacle, everything that you've gone through up until this point for a reason. And I am here to be a testament of like God is going to show you what he how much he loves you and what what he can actually do in his time. Mm. And patience is a virtue. Mm. That's very cliche, but it's Mm. fucking true. It took me 30 years to find. And again, this is not somebody I just met. I've known this person for seven years. So, mm-hmm. like, it took all these years, right? It took him going through his shit, me going through my shit, all the heartbreak, all the anger, the bitterness, right? It took that to get here. And it's, like, scary, like, how how open and how much opportunity there is just for love, Right? So I'm just saying, look, if it ain't happened for you yet, I promise you I'm a true testament to it will happen because I was in the shoes of the person that was like, you know what? Maybe it ain't for me. Uh Right. Maybe it ain't for me. Maybe I'm just meant to date for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm meant to do this. Maybe I'm meant to do that. But when I tell you, I've never felt the feeling that I felt for this person, for any of the people that I was in multiple year relationships with. Mm. From 20 to 30, I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Four and three year relationships, one four year relationship and two three year relationships. Mm. Like that's crazy. I wasted mm-hmm. my whole fucking time. I could have been out here thotting and bopping, but oh, God right. was like, "No, it wasn't your time." Right, Not right. And the bop, the thotting and, and the bop. bop. I could have mm-hmm. been doing all that. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. That was Amber's little gems. Come on, gems. <laughs> all right, I told y'all y'all gotta pick them up quick because somebody else will, honey, and she is not gonna say it again. You have to replay this episode yeah, of the people. That podcast. wasn't even written down. That was some <laughs> okay. Shit that was off the dome. Um, what we're gonna get into now next on the people's podcast is a segment that you guys hear us do pretty often, but not as often as we should have as of late. So you guys like to email us from time to time. And if anyone wants to email us any questions or if you got some situations going on that you want some advice on, you can email us at it's the people's podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the people's um, it's the people's podcast at gmail.com or feel free to DM us on Instagram at the people's podcast. We would love to hear your stories, answer your questions and give you advice if we can. Um, we have a letter from a friend 
of a friend of a friend of a friend of the show. And um, she has an epidemic that she would like. First of all, I have notifications, beloved. I, I need them to get off my line because <laughs> I have to read the letter. Um, we have a letter from a friend of a friend of a friend of the show. And she would like our advice on what she has going on currently right now. Right. She, um, she goes on to say, Dear People's Podcast, I'm an avid listener and I love your show. I'm 27 years old. I'm a straight woman. Since that question always gets asked, I thought I'd answer it right away. Uh, we don't typically ask that, but okay. I'm really, really into <laughs> this guy I work with. I know co-worker relationships are a mistake, right? But right. I can't help my feelings. Please help me make sense of them. I first noticed this guy uh, about on my second day of working for this company. He has amazing eyes and a very charismatic personality. It was hard not to become smitten really fast. The girl said smitten. Yes, she did. During the first couple months of my employment, he has he was seeing another girl who works in the department, but she broke up with him, leaving him hesitant about getting into getting to know another coworker in the same regard ever again, which he has been very honest about with me. He and I have since hung out a bit. Mostly at larger group outings downtown. We all live and work in the burbs, so gatherings are few and far between. He's three years younger, if that means anything. Okay, girl, so he's 24. Fast forward a bit, and he had had a party at his house that we all attended. Everyone got a little drunk, and we ended up hooking up. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of inexperienced. But that, but knowledgeable enough to know that our encounter wasn't that great. I am cringing to admit this to y'all, but it was my first sexual experience ever there. Okay, now it's out. <laughs> it was awkward, and intoxication didn't help much on either of our parts. He's been super nice ever since, but kind of distant. We had a nearly two-hour phone conversation a few days after the party where I let him know I was interested, but he repeatedly told me, it's not that I'm not interested. I just can't be in a relationship right now. And then he goes to say, I want to be good friends. Yes, all the things my rational, my rational brain wants to take at face value, but my romantic heart wants to ignore. Now I have to see this guy every day at work. And it's tearing my heart out that, one, I'm not socially confident enough to be more assertive to turn things around the way I want them. And two, he's not really making an effort to be friends i know that if there is a chance for us down the road it has to be based on spending time together and it's looking more and more like the ball is in my court i just don't know how to play the game maybe this is a lesson in patience for me but in the meantime how do i deal with this attraction that i can't turn off and seeing a person all week at work signed i am crushed tag me in coach Ask the coach to take you out the game. (laughs) Ask him to take you out the game because you are not a professional in this game. You were never a professional to begin with. Um, First of all, uh, I just feel like No one really like you. No one really questioned your sexuality to begin with. So, number one, like you never said your age, 
But She's I just felt like I was like 27. 27. Mm-hmm. You, you're still immature. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, you ne- we didn't ask you to send a picture. Mm-hmm. We say send a letter. So it was just like, we're going to give you the best advice. So if you wanted to say turn she to he, you could have. Um, and we will give you the same the exact same advice. Ex- mm-hmm. Same exact advice. So it was just like, ugh. Okay. <laughs> He's um, that's disgusting. number one. Right. Number two, um, the reason why I say that you are really immature is because you waited so long to lose your virginity. Vir- oh, not virginity. shaming her virginity. Her virginity. Huh? Not shaming her virginity. But the thing is, like, what did this man have that made you want to give it up so quickly? She was horny. And she wanted to fuck. Period. Fuck. You didn't want to fuck. That's twenty. Why y'all saying it like that? Fit. She ain't want fit. Like twenty six years of her life, she and now didn't. she got a new she job. And she found this boy, and she, and she said, "Yes." But Ooh, also intox- yes. intoxication. She was intoxicated. This is the first time she got intoxicated too with a guy that she probably like. Maybe that she wanted to fit. That she wanted to fit. Well, let me tell you this. He fit. <laughs> <laughs> so get your job done. No, like, no. It's on you to go left you. So he gonna let me tell you, he gonna need. I'm gonna need you to go look for another job. Because, oh no, not look. Because it's like, yo, this is it's like, like get on, on the unemployment friend. line. Friend. Game over. Ooh. Game. Ooh. It's over. Ooh. It's over now. Ooh. It's your turn. To it's look for no job. <laughs> the, the game, game shut terrible. down. Sorry. All right, tag me, in. tag me, in. tag me, because Joe out here. Yeah, he doing a lot. Oh, Jesus Christmas. All right. Um, <laughs> I listen. If you want to wait until you are forty-seven to lose your virginity, more power to you. Right. What I will say is, um, you seem. I won't say immature, but you admitted that you are inexperienced in that low realm. Um, You did say it was your first time. I understand at the big age of 27, you're probably like, you probably thought, oh, I don't need the romantic first time, right? Because after a certain while, it's not looked down upon, but you know, like Joe said, like, it's like, a little bit looked at weird like oh man you're 27 and you're still a virgin right so you probably like yo you just trying to catch up you just trying to you know get down with the get down and unfortunately here's here's a fact of life sometimes you fuck people especially on some like you're at a party and you just have sex with him like in those kinds of instances it's you know not that i've ever done that but i'm just saying i can't imagine that that's going to be like the best time for you you know it's a party he's hosting it he probably was like let me just get this nut off real quick and he oh, probably she- ain't give you his best performance right. right she says she she's she's whatever something enough to know that it wasn't a good time mm-hmm. okay? but you know what it is too i'm not saying that i didn't care about the time it was just like more so was like you described him as something like mm-hmm. that wasn't the best thing in the world like and it, you never said that he was showing you a good time. He didn't take you out. Y'all wasn't going out to lunches. So my big thing wasn't the fact that she lost it at the age. It was like, what made him different from the other guys that I'm I'm sure that you talked to, twenty six years of your life before he. <laughs> but sure, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you know I mean, I think my advice is 
not to get a new job. I think she just stayed her job. Right. But I think you're gonna have to just chuck this up as a L, baby girl. And um, not you know, she a virgin. No, she wasn't. Because the thing is, it becomes. I just feel like. Why you think she got some type of like special connection now to him? Because at the but look, end, it's her decision though. She decided to do that shit. Right, but the thing is, at the end, she was just like she feels like she had to like. She said she can't turn off her attraction, but I, I uh, my suggestion was going to be go outside and be attracted to some, to some other niggas, mm-hmm. or go on some type of app, or you know, go find other people that you're going to be attracted to. Or, again, you're 27, you're not 21, mm-hmm. be a big girl, be an adult, and get your feelings in check. You're not a child. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. This whole attraction, I can't turn on. So, you walking around with your pussy out? <laughs> like, oh, my pussy is so wet. Like, come fuck me. Like, is that what you're doing? No, yeah. she is hot in her seat, as you said. And what she, she was in my other piece of advice is go get a motherfucking Hitachi 5000 and plug that bitch in the wall that. and have fun all night. Well, Let me listen. tell you, because I just purchased, never mind. Listen, if she hot in her seat, is a lot of wind and cold outside that will cool her down. I'm just saying, I don't like the line. Oh, this attraction that I can't turn right. off, as if he's the only man in the right, world. Right in the world, like girl, girl go, go outside. outside. Like right. go outside. It's not the end of the world. Right. Like he's one of a fillion. It's so like, much penis out here. It ain't even worth. It ain't even worth it, girl. Mm-hmm. I understand you lost your virginity to him, and more power to you. I'm happy that you lost but your that's virginity. That's a decision you made. You made that fucking decision. And okay. if you went into it thinking like, oh, I'm gonna give him my virginity, now who we ain't know if she told him mm-hmm. that that she was giving up her V right. card to him, which she probably did, did not. not um you know now he not thinking that you know unless this was the real first time that your hymen broke and that would be awkward right because you know it's some other substances that's gonna be coming out right Ooh, but girl. you know if it's not then girl i mm-hmm. mean just you know you'll be okay it is not the end of the world and there are too many men out here for you to be acting like this i'm sorry girl Mm-hmm. I I mean I agree with all of uh with both of you in regards to what homegirl needs to be doing about this situation. Amber, you said something that was gonna be my very first sentence. She needs to take that L, hold it, hold that L, yep. and be okay with what she got going on. Yeah. Because I will tell you, and as I have told you on pre a lot of episodes of this podcast, um. One thing I've told all of you is that when somebody shows you who they are, you need to believe them. But more importantly to this listener, when somebody tells you who they are and what they want, please believe them, beloved, because he already told you. It's not that I'm not interested, but I'm not about to do a relationship. All right. right. Like, you he straight up told. That was, the other side. that was my is. other point. Like, believe these motherfuckers when they tell you who they are, girl. Mm-hmm. Because, and I, and I honestly will say that I applaud him in saying that because I would like to um, c- commend people when they are be when they are able to communicate effectively. Yeah. I just got finished talking to my, a homegirl of mine yesterday about, you know, some things that she's feeling, some things that she's feeling, and, you know, she's like, well, I don't know what to do, and I'm thinking about just ghosting this person, and but I know it's going to be awkward. So I said to her, like, why won't you just communicate how you feel to the person so you don't have to worry about what's going to happen less? That's what's wrong with you motherfuckers, and I don't understand it. Like, when you feel a type of way, 
And I'm not just talking about in romantic relationships or you feel a way, but to you, listener, you feel a way about this kid, right? Open right. up your fucking mouth and tell him how you feel. It's on the, because you're wasting your time. But and this I, it seems like it's just one experience of others. Like, it, it just feels like, yo, this this guy that you was attracted to at this moment in time, what happened at your last job? What she happened in college? Very in, she sounds inexperienced in the department, in that department, because she's telling us, you know, number one, she's asking us to how to turn off her feelings of affection and all this bullshit. And then number two, she's telling us, and I'm not shaming her for losing her virginity at 27. I was a late bloomer too, girl, so I'm not, I'm not shaming you at all. But it just seems like you might not have experienced this before. But I'm here to tell you, communication is key. And sometimes I will tell you There's people that I know That have been out here in the streets Buying and bopping For 10, 15 plus years Okay And the same age as you And they still don't know How to communicate with nobody Okay I think that communication is key So if you're listening to this episode Moving forward In your relationships with people And you want people to know How you feel Without And you're scared to say I want to tell you Not saying nothing Is going to do more harm than good You need to communicate If it makes you feel better Because if it's not going to do nothing for you Then keep your mouth closed Hold your L And keep it moving But if you really need to, 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 To get a turnaround Or some type of fix Or something from this Then you need to open up your mouth And say something The more that you keep shit to yourself Because you don't want to offend somebody Or you don't want to do something The more that shit is going to poke the fuck out of you Right (laughs) Open up your mouth and communicate It's very very important Communication is is really a big key to me as well. Mm-hmm. Communication and comprehension as well. Mm-hmm. Because at the moment after you finish saying everything that you just mm-hmm. said to the person that you're interested in, mm-hmm. you have to be able to comprehend whether or not when they give you that response of yay or nay, you got to be okay with that. If it's a yay, then hey, I'm going to be okay with it and right. let's move forward and how do we progress in that relationship. But comprehension and, is a part of communication. It's understanding where people are coming but from. But people say, I'm going to communicate yeah, without... People don't know what communication means. Right. I've seen that um, quote going around on Instagram and I look at it and I see people post it, but I'm like, but comprehension is a part of communication. But people in order communicate. order for people to talk... Communicating is not just me exchanging words to another person. Yes. Communicating is me exchanging words and you understanding my words and you communicating words back to me. Do you understand have, the words that are coming exchange. out of my mouth? You, gotta, you have to comprehend that as well. And in order for us to have an exchange, somebody has to comprehend what the other person is You have saying. to go in there unbiased mm-hmm. as well. So it's just like more so, like I said, communication without conversation. The I mean, communication without comprehension, the conversation is dead. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like more so like, yo. An exchange of words that mean nothing. Mean nothing. And if two adults are sitting there exchanging words that mean nothing, shame on the both of you. Right. No, shame but the thing the is, it, can, it, it, it can't be... It can be shame on the both. And of shame you. on the both of you because if you under, if you can see that this person is not receiving what you're saying and you're not saying nothing about it or you're not being, bringing it up to the forefront, y'all just exchanging words aimlessly at each other. That's dumb. But you gotta also understand that sometimes when you know you have something to say, if I have something to say to you, then I have to know how to come to you in an unbiased <laughs> way. Whereas you may not feel like you're attacked. 
Like if somebody sit to me and say, come to me and say, oh yeah, can we meet later on? I'm gonna automatically be on the defense because I don't know what they're gonna want to talk to me about. But that's not my problem that you on the defense. It's might, not. You know but the saying? thing is, yes. But when I, I'm gonna be on the defense. But I still but you have the responsibility re- to you, say what I want to say. But to you me. have the responsibility to be able to articulate what you're gonna say in a way that I may that I can come down to ground level to understand what you're saying because if i'm still with my cloud and my head in the sky i may take what you're saying at at an attack so when you want to say in a way where as i can both understand you i can be able to come to you and say genuinely that I may not be attracted to you. Mm-hmm. I may, yes. I, feel, I feel like that's something simple that people should like. Be it's able not to necessarily. It's not simple. It's not, it's, I, well, I'm not saying simple, but I feel like it's a nicer way to put it than to just say, <laughs> "Well, I, feel, I think you ugly." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like sorry, I'm not. I'm like not attracted that. to. But you. But the thing is, it seemed like she wants more. Well, she. Well, on her case, because I feel like we're going off a tangent now. Uh, in her case. So, I think that she is wanting to know what to do about her feelings about this man. And I only went off to the tangent of communication because y'all already hit on the points of what we need to speak about to this girl. But what was important to me about communication was the fact that I said, when somebody tells you who they are, you should believe them. And I think that that is very important when it comes to the lines of communication and relationships because people don't have communication and relationships. Everybody just going around with their mouth tied and telling everybody else how they feel about their partner but not telling their partner. But he told her how he felt about her situation with him and so I felt like she needed to believe what he said. Got it. But anyway though, we gonna move into another segment of the podcast and this is a very fun segment. And it's so funny that my good sister (coughs) pulled up the phone as we were talking she said, she pointed to the app. And I said, oh, good sister, I already got a cue there. <laughs> so we was already on the same page. We about to play a good game of I need questions. I need questions. I need questions. So this is a, a segment of the podcast where my friends and I go around the table asking each other questions. These some are spicy questions, intuitive questions. I don't uh, give that to her. Um intuitive questions that you might not you know ask somebody that you don't know like that but since we are friends in this room excuse me not turning the bottle away (laughs) from me i put my cup up and he turned the bottle away and said you have enough and it looks like you got enough oh wow but um we ask each other these questions and we get a little spicy so here goes a segment called i need questions so what that means is if you decide to opt out on the Oh, you want me to put question? the rules out the rules there? Right here. We got our own rules, but let's. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Here is how you play. I need questions. You need to answer the question truthfully. I think that is number one. <laughs> answer it truthfully. Don't be lying up here because we friends. Or dodge it by taking a drink. Now the player who got asked the question gets to pick the uh, answers. Oh, gets to pick who answers the next one. Right. Oh, 
Amber love playing this spicy way. Okay, go ahead. Wait, which was I was mentioning? The player who got asked. Yep. All right, Reek, um, you playing? So just Ooh, Reek, move over, <laughs> move over. Come on and sit down, Reek. Sit down next to Amber because you gotta get on. The or you can sit. I think is Uncle. Oh, Ryan is Mike Uncle Ron Mike on? Check Uncle Ron Mike be on. Yeah, check Uncle Ron Mike. Let's do a quick mic check. <clears throat> All right, <laughs> we is playing a game. I okay. need questions. I need questions. <laughs> First question. Oh, that's not that bad. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna choose. I think everyone should have to answer the first question. Okay. Is that fair? All right. Unless y'all want me to choose. No. <laughs> Why? Because you knew I was gonna choose. All right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this is PG thirteen. What is your number one role playing fantasy? <laughs> Who would like to go first? I mean, I'll go first. Be, and I have to say, like, so I don't like role playing. Okay. Um. So I guess I should what? drink. Yeah, I'm not into that. I think that's kind of weird. Um. So no, I don't. I, I don't like role playing. I don't think I have a role. You've never done it. I've never done it. I don't want to do it. Like, why are we acting? Why are we not fucking? Like, this is a lot. What is okay? So role play, playing, meaning like, meaning so like, like you I gotta be like the a, French maid. So y'all gonna sit here and act like y'all don't know what role playing no, is? No, but I know <laughs> what it is. So my thing is like role playing could be like something different. Like yes, French maid. Uh, I'm teacher and student. Teacher and student. I don't like that. I don't like any of that. I think that is weird. But it's a fantasy, so you don't necessarily have had to done it. But I have. It's not my fantasy. Like I don't. I don't want to do that. That's fair. Mm -hmm. That's the answer, though. That's a. That's a. That's the answer. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to. That's corny, man. But you asked the question. I'm going last. Right, the person who asked you. Go, so you gonna sit there and look at me? (laughs) 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 Right. Fine. Since I'm the uh, guest of the show. Um. No, you is of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, I will uh, unapologetically say. Yes, um, <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to say professor and student. Oh. But like professor, because you want to be the professor. It depends on the day. <laughs> Chris said, is, is, is it Wednesday or is it Friday? <laughs> what classes do I have today? How many classes is it? How many Do classes? I have an exam today? How long is the class? I can definitely set the scene, but that's another show. So okay. No. okay. Listen, this is a, look, the show gets very rated R and very X sometimes. You said PG-13, though, so. No, that was earlier. That question. Not that was earlier. Um, get right. Right. <laughs> I was role playing. I would probably be um not B, but if I was role playing, what would it be? Like yeah, a fantasy. What's your fantasy role playing? It would probably fantasy probably be like something like what was crazy? A flight attendant and Oh, okay. A flight attendant and, and like a patient on a plane. And a client mm-hmm. or what? You go for the client. No, <laughs> the flight attendant or a passenger? No, the, the person that's oh, the, the, pilot. The, the pilot. The pilot of the plane. With a patient on the plane? No, no we, we what, you what? No, no, no we, we, we 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 ride we riding 
Y'all both flying the plane? <laughs> well, no, no, we fly. We flying to a destination to okay. pick up some clients. Oh, and then the plane is in like cruise jet. control. Pirate jet. Oh, the, the PJ. Okay. Oh, <laughs> cruise control. <laughs> control. But you want to be a private jet. Yeah, something like that. Not a yeah. real passenger plane right, with a fifty million <laughs> people on it. That's what I'm saying. Y'all about to pick up Drake and um, y'all on that That's OVO cool. plane. Asia, I feel like you copped out. I didn't. I really <laughs> don't like role playing. Nothing. I don't. I don't, I don't, come on, come I don't like none of that. You like, gotta close your eyes and look at the scene. I don't. Right. Fashion. The one. The one that I would love to do is um. Like when you're strangers, so like we meet up at this fancy yes. restaurant, and you come back me at the bar, like the and you like, <laughs> what kind of panties you got on? <laughs> well, I did yeah. that before. No stranger coming up to you. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's hot. It's like that'll never happen yeah. in real life. You want to go see Mimi in the bathroom in five seconds? Yes, yeah, like that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Let's that do happens, it. Though. That's huh? a, that's a no. Nah, I'm not doing that. In that's real a life. real thing. It's a real thing, but it ain't a real thing for me. Let's talk about it. That's why it's fake to me. Dear People's Podcast. I'm I'm just saying that it happens. All All right. right, So, um, next question. Who wants to go next? I guess we can do it that way. I mean, whoever wants to go. Pass it. You don't have to do that question if you don't want to. Mm. You can always switch it. You got one time to skip. Oop. First of all, <laughs> you make the make it we rules. say it in the conversation. Be like, no, that's corny. <laughs> I like to answer that. <laughs> okay. So now is, is where we start. You choose who you want to answer. Right. And I think we should do only one person has to answer the question. To whoever is chosen, because we'll be here all night. All right, but we also have all night as we. Were I mean, told. sure, but um, <laughs> whatever. Nah. I guess we can. We about to be out. We, we have time. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> just a tad bit. <laughs> just a tad bit of time. Um, all right, I'm going to ask this question to Amber. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? What is the craziest thing that you have done to get a crush's attention? Mm. Have you? Because I know some shit I've done that's crazy. Well, if I'm on, if I'm on, oh, she is stuck. Okay, there we go. If I'm honest, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's embarrassing, and I really don't want to say it because I was about too. to say I never had a crush, but I have had a crush, and I got to do this shit as discreetly as possible because yeah. So, is he a listener? I don't know. He might be. So in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. It's a good one. Let's talk about that, it. In high school, right? That's not a discreet. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I mean, all right. So, well, I already said it now. Shit. Whatever. In high school, I had a crush on this guy. And so, I don't, whatever. There was like a certain period class that mm. I would always happen to be in the hallway going to the bathroom at the same time he did. And, like, I would purposely go to the bathroom, like, at this exact time, every whatever period it was, just to, like, pass him in the hallway. That's cute. <laughs> That's not nearly oh, as creepy as what I did. <laughs> good, good job, friend. That was good. Mm-hmm. Do y'all want to answer? Mm-mm. Why? I mean, you know, you set the rules. You set the right. <laughs> well, now I want y'all to answer. No, you cannot. You <laughs> yes, <can't>. I do. <laughs> 
and Joe, it's, over, right. it's on you, nothing. boo. I got nothing. You, you lying. You said that we would, it would be here for days. Answer the question, she, Joe. So, no, you get it, Amber. You give us another question, and <laughs> oh, you pick who you want I to want you to answer. <laughs> 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 Why not? The people want to know now. No, they do not. They listening know. right now, like, Joe, you, just Amber, come on. You just set the president. No, I did not. You set the tone, baby. President. Not the president. <laughs> the United States. Of the United States. <laughs> All right, All right it's fine. Because mm-hmm. here you go. Because the next question may be something stupid. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I'm like in the phone right now. I'm asking I'm looking it. Looking at the question. Okay. I'm asking <laughs> a one joke. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Hey, right. Jay. Now I got to drink this whole thing. <laughs> right. You answer. could skip. Right. Uh, no. Which of your sexual endeavors would you say is most memorable? Mm. What? My, oh. <laughs> what is it? What do you mean? I really don't know what this means, honestly. I, what? Ah, <laughs> well. You Meanwhile, I'm the youngest at the table. Right now. I am the youngest at the table. Yeah, he's gonna answer. Okay, go ahead and answer. So, which one of my sexual endeavors is the? Would you say is the most memorable? You don't gotta put names, obviously, but um, just set the tone. Right. (laughs) I am so interested. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, friend, get on the mic. Get on the mic. Get on the mic. We can't hear you. All right, let's make it more interesting. Get Hold on. Let's more. make it more interesting. <laughs> you got to answer this in eight words or less. Eight mm. words? Yes. That makes it less, like, crazy. That is eight words. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You got one more word, friend. Right. What the hell? All right, you get to go next. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Have you ever had a dirty fantasy about any of the other players? Can I answer? <laughs> 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 Negative, big brother. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> okay, no. here you go. Here you go. Give it to Fran. You ask the question. Oh my god. You just swipe to go to a different swipe. yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> All right, Asia. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Asia. Okay. What's the first thing you would do if you could become invisible? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Why you started I mean, laughing? <laughs> right. <laughs> because um, it, you know that question. If you ever had a superpower, what would it be? Right. Mine was always to be invisible. And um, what was the fir- what is the first thing I would do? That's a political question. It's a lie. What? Honestly, it's very evil. <laughs> but I would piss on people and tell them it's raining. <laughs> what? I, I would timestamp. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would piss on people and then like, like tell them it's raining and they can't see me, so they're gonna be like, "Where's this voice coming from?" And also, "Where's this moisture coming from?" Oh, no. And pissing I'm, on people, pissing. Yeah. 
God, please don't grant her with that power. Right. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the first thing among other things. I would piss on people and tell them it's raining. Okay, I think you're next. Okay. I'm about to say, yeah, with that being said, you got to pick the next <laughs> question. <laughs> no one asks Asia any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, friend. Thank you for that. Um, I should ask that last one. Ooh. I'm going to ask this question to my friend, Reek, right? Because, Reek, you just meet, like, getting, like, the vibes of all of us together. But from the vibes that you already get, who in the room do you think is the biggest gossiper? (laughs) (laughs) That talk a lot of shit. Um... You guys put me on the spot since my first day. <laughs> it's not a quick, tricky question, okay? I just got hired. Um, it's raining? Oh, it's cold. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, 15 degrees this right. morning. Let's talk about it. But uh, who is the most gossip? Mm-hmm. With all due respect, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> For some like weird reason, I feel like you will slip out. And say some things <laughs> <laughs> Inintentionally though Inintentionally right. though There's right. nothing that we're like That's you so know, real <laughs> Like, like You just real. shake his head Just shake his that head That is unreal like, You know not something that she would intentionally do You know Joe I love you <laughs> But you know I love my job <laughs> <laughs> You got the wrong Uh huh well, who that was would you good. say, Joe, is the biggest gossip? Right. <laughs> the person that asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to own it because I do like to talk shit about a lot of shit, good. which is you, why you, I bring you, y'all to shit. You have not been on the FaceTime call. We've been on the FaceTime call. <laughs> Knock the fuck out. Right. What you said, right. Joe? Right. All right. And let me tell y'all about okay. what I heard and I saw yes. at the place. I yes. be gossiping, friend. I'm yeah, sorry. That is the right one. Oh, with that being said, now we know. Right. Man, <laughs> no, I be telling the stories. Not about, like, my, you know, to the right. I tell them to the right people. I don't Ooh. tell it to people about people that I love and stuff like that. Well, oh, anyway, I, I, I be telling the here. stories because people be feeling like they need to dump their shit on me. So I feel like if you want to use me as the garbage disposal, I have the right to throw <laughs> the shit back up if I feel like it. All right. But anyway, go ahead. We go into a different pack. This what? pack is called Pick Your Poison. Mm. Okay. A little more. My poison is gonna be the alcohol. Risque. Um. There you go, friend. You got a mic. Okay. Oh, it's fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Not your shot. Oh, this is kind of awkward. Oh no, I'm not asking that. What? No, you're supposed to ask it. Oh, definitely not asking that. Ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> Rita's not playing with you. <laughs> he said, "Okay, ask this the is content. a good one. This is a good okay. one. This is a good one." I'm gonna ask this to. You know how when the teacher be looking to see people, (laughs) who they gonna ask the question to, and everybody look away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're gonna take that one out. Um, Ready? We live. And we back. All right. So my question is um, to everyone. You too, Uncle Ra. Ooh. How old? Is the oldest person you would sleep with? No. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. You would not have. Would, oh, okay. Would, would, okay. Would, would. Well, no, I mean. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. 
So the oldest person I'm gonna go first. Go ahead. The oldest person I probably would sleep with is probably like um forty eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Age Can we say age difference? I mean, if y'all comfortable with saying y'all. Well, I'm 31, age. so. So, I'm exactly. Because if you want to do the math, age. what yeah. do you say? Like, you're 31 yeah. and that was like 48? What is yeah. that? What like, a 17 30. years? So, okay, yeah, let's do the age difference. You know, the age difference instead. So, 17 years apart That's for you. That's a good you. point. Yeah. That's not bad, actually. I mean, it's I can't see. Mm, well, 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 well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hmm. you know. Age difference. For me, y'all looking at me? Oh, right? yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. I am 30 years old. I, I'll say mm, mm-hmm. it really depends on. He look good. If he, right, if he looks <laughs> he good. He got muscles. He, he said the age. Right. He got muscles. If he got muscles. Cause he don't, then, black don't crack. Right. And I know black don't crack. So it's really like. Hmm. 75. <laughs> 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 What's that? What that 401 Okay pension That's another yeah. thing But I think about between yeah, About 45, 45. For, No I did not say that uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record I'm 52 <laughs> 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 That's way off right now. Oh, <laughs> No You know why Cause I'm sleeping with me So it's like I would never <laughs> like someone older funny. than my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So parents. I would say like forty-five. Oh, that's it. Yeah, my father's fifty-two and my mother's fifty-one. Oh. So like, oh. so the age difference between the two would be. It's just like oh, my mom or my dad. So the age difference would be. Well, I mean, I mean, unless. Oh. Like, like you no. said, how he looked, how much money he got, like it's of course a the lot. money is a factor. So Sicily Tyson, is it sexual or is it relationship? What is the no, question? it's sleep with. Sleep, sleep with. Yeah, she, she, she's got a full one k. Right. No. Because I'm not doing that without like right. receiving any type of benefit. He may catch a heart Sugar attack while he does. Sugar daddy. Right. <laughs> yeah, like AKA a we definitely just went back to the first question of the night. That's a fantasy <laughs> with a sugar daddy. Oh, that's it? <laughs> okay, I guess that's it. Like, if I'm going to have a sugar no, daddy. I'm not doing it with no sugar daddy. That sorry. is not old. I need a sugar daddy. I ain't got Yeah, you said, okay, so what age did you say? She said, that's 25. No, 15 years. 15 years. 15 years. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's actually not bad. It's not bad. Mine is, I'm going to keep it real. Can you not hear me? I'm she going to say 60. I'm trying to keep my charge. <laughs> <laughs> she going to say 85. No. <laughs> she going to say. Honestly, like. 70. <laughs> like 25 years. Right, <laughs> no, that's not 55? bad. You fucking right. 50. You never know. Talk of what? Shit, you gotta go to the fucking go. Shit. You never know what. <laughs> you never know. Uh-huh. Okay. How old is Angela Bassett? That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Is she 60 now? I think she's 60. That is a, that's a very high bar. You don't get that much skin that's <laughs> like that. <laughs> she no, jumps she not. not at all. She's blowing powder out the tree. <laughs> Another one. Another one. Gimme, gimme, Oh, my God. She was on that Heron. She could be the Sahara Desert. She was in that. Let me see hair, bro. <laughs> she made me looking good. Uh, uh, and be dry. She was hitting that hair on real, real. You know heavy. how when it was like, what is like the mummy 
No, not the mommy. There's we nothing a little loop won't, won't fix. <laughs> what is the next so. question? Because y'all doing too um, much. Y'all should go ahead. Who, who next? You said that. I didn't ask that question. The man did not answer the question. Wait. You. Uncle Ryan. You no, you. Question. Hello. Excuse me. <laughs> um, <laughs> mine would be the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I was going to flip that question and say who was the youngest, but uh, for the sake of the content, um, me and my parents are about 20 years apart, okay. so I'm going to say about 15, and I'm But 25. you got to tell the people your age, though. I'm 25. Mm-hmm. So. I am the youngest in the room. Um, so that would be 40 for you. Ooh, no, that's kind ah! of... <laughs> <laughs> that's too much! Give me some more room. Uh, you said sleep, right? Yeah, just sleep. Uh, so maybe 35. Yuck! That so that's ten years. So yeah, definitely ten years. I don't want to, so you know, absolutely not. Yeah, no, thirty-five. Wow. So ten years difference. Uncle Ra, the oldest, yeah, the, the oldest, or the youngest? No, the no, youngest. no, 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 no. For the sake of the content, yeah, you the gotta oldest. Get the oldest, huh? the oldest. Y'all can still get it in. I'm, I'm gonna say because I'm a single man, right? Mm-hmm. Come on out. I, I've seen like about a sixty, a few sixty-year-olds that still look good. right. Okay. So yeah, but on you know what you was talking about, Joe. Desert type shit. You don't know. <laughs> Is it really a desert? When you get to a certain. You get in there. I heard it get like I heard it like line. What is but, this? I heard it get fine in the But or some real. Wait. Like in my age bracket, it's like wine. Okay. Wine. Wait, just to t- please testify oh. this. Please testify this. You can shoot up, right? I don't do drugs. No, 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 no. Not shoot up. No. <laughs> you can shoot the club up. Can and I shoot? Yeah, as a sixty-year-old, sure. Yeah, because he's gonna ride fifty-two, right? Meaning that. You can't like, oh, so get pregnant. You're saying with a 60 year old, you can't. You can't because oh, there's nothing like. She got menopause. And yeah, so that means she uh, can't. Um, she can't produce. Any, Janet like, Jackson. No, Janet Jackson. Not 60. No, She's 50. Some of them. Some women can. Oh, we just went real educational right now. It is until she gets menopause. And then some of them have the hysterectomy. Yeah. 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 yeah, Sure. So I I haven't experienced that yet. Yeah. Just for the record. Yeah, my mom had a hysterectomy. I'm in the 45, 46. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That works for you just fine. Okay. All right. Cool. I mean, you know, he's a percentile. Um, who's next? Tax bracket. That was fine because Frank asked the question. Or I asked the question. Oh, you asked the question. This is pick your poison, or is this? Yeah, these are pick your. These questions are a little crazy. I'm about to walk away from this. I gotta go pee. Right. Um, <laughs> that what? Two more questions, and then the we happy done. Happy hour finally kicked in. Mm-hmm. It. <laughs> um. This is. Wow. I'm right. Scared. These questions are a little deep. <sighs> okay. This oh, is actually shit. a funny question. All right. Who are you asking it to? <coughs> the room because right. I feel like it'll be funny okay. uh, just you know keep it under the time mm-hmm. <laughs> we got we got one more after this one alright cool so if you could choose one person in the room to survive the apocalypse with okay who would you choose um Asia who would I choose to survive the apocalypse with yes Amber I'm honored. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll survive. Amber? No, Amber's very smart. And also <laughs> <laughs> she's very smart. You're very smart. And you're so kind. She you're knows, like, <laughs> and also, no, like, this is my sister. And I'm, like, about, like, that's my sister. Facts. I would love to be with Amber and survive Facts. the apocalypse. And we could probably, so like. women survive the apocalypse. I'm about right. to say, we ain't, ain't. It's just us. <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> but I feel like we can make it. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> 
gonna procreate? We don't girls. Now we don't nobody. need no more people. Oh no! Who <laughs> gonna procreate? The girls said we don't need no more people. Do y'all remember the episode of uh, In Living Color when it was the last man on earth? It was Tommy Davidson. Mm-hmm. I think and, I remember this. And he was like, "Oh shit, I'm the last man on earth. I got all the women to mm-hmm. myself." But they fucked around and had him. Fixing cars. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. We just need you to do the things, the tasks. Right, 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 right. Shaking my head. Yeah, no, I would, I would survive the apocalypse, Amber. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, in the notion, in the in the um, realm, uh, I don't even know what to say. Um, I think we have time for one more, maybe. Yeah, we do. Oh, you was only asking Asia, so I don't got an answer. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, you said you're we there. Were I was, but That's I mean, fine. yeah, no. Whatever. Um, I feel like I'm obligated to say Asia because you don't, Asia no, you don't have to. <laughs> but, right. I, but I mean, you know, for the sake of procreation, right? <laughs> Period. Yeah, there. You gotta make another world. I don't want another world. In that, that case, I would choose Tariq because he's Aww. the youngest person. The <laughs> and then when I go, at least him is the right. damn fucking bitch. But then at least you know, I know my head goes too far. <laughs> like, I start asking questions. <laughs> you sure you want to choose me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Start asking questions. <laughs> Never mind. All right, I'm here. <laughs> we in this together. Right. God damn, Uncle Rob, me and you. Are <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really choose everyone. Like I just want all of us. Hopefully we make it I can't fix heaven. no car. I'm sorry. Well, they're gonna be y'all gonna be walking out here. <laughs> we out here. We're gonna go on to the next car. We are oh, okay. <laughs> I so. can't. One more question? Um final or uh, final thought. I'm what Asia come back fine. I think we should do final thought. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Whatever you want. Whatever you, you want. want. I gotta find my final thought. I feel like I did my final thought already. So I'm gonna make something easy. Uh, we got to, what time is what what time are one? Are we done talking about the apocalypse? Yes, girl. Oh, we ended the show just now? No, we about to do final thought. Oh. Um, Reek, you can make a time stamp of this. You're not listening to me. Oh, we can you make a timestamp? We gotta cut all this out, all this right here, whatever time it is right now. So I would say like one twenty. Okay. <clears throat> it might be a little before that too. All right, I know where to listen to that. Yeah. I'm gonna say one nineteen. Yeah. Let me see. Who's my? Oh, I got my final thought. Oh, I could have paused it. No, it's fine. Wait, Joe. I mean, we could bathroom. pause it because Joe went to the bathroom. We about to do final thought. Alright, so the final segment of every episode of the People's Podcast is where we leave you guys with a final thought. So I'm going to go ahead and let my friends take it away. Drop them final thoughts. I have a really quick one. So it says, um, for those who are habituated to high levels of internal stress since early childhood, it is the absence of stress that creates unease evoking boredom and a sense of meaninglessness people may become addicted to their own stress hormones adrenaline and cortisol so i say that to say sometimes you could be addicted to stress sometimes when things are going right in your life 
you don't feel right because uh-huh. it's like I'm used to everything going wrong. It's like <clears throat> I, I need that adrenaline. I need the feeling of I got to get this done at this time on this day in order for me to even just like live in a normal way. And when you don't have that stress of deadlines or of whatever, whatever the stress may be, you start to go through withdrawal from stress. And now you feel like you have no purpose because you're stressing because you can't stress. Exactly. You're stressing because you can't stress. You are you feel like you're meaningless. You feel like you have no purpose in this world. You're so bored. You you have a tendency to be to become bored because you have no stress and now you're not interested in anything. You don't want to go out, you don't want to hang with friends, you don't want to do nothing because you don't got no stress that is controlling your thoughts and your life. So say that to say um sit through the storm um sit through the calm of the storm and the storm itself Mm. right sit through all of that shit and learn to engulf yourself in the calm before the storm so that you know what it feels like when the storm is not here Mm. that's my final thought thank you amber that that was a lot I need to actually go back and listen to that tonight (laughs) and dwell on that and sit in that because I feel like that's a word um, for me. Joe, what about you? So after the storm has calm, Hmm. stop expecting those who are absent with themselves to be present for you. So after the clouds have like cleared themselves and the storm is all over um you you expect for you expect for somebody to be all giddy and all happy with you but they're not happy with themselves Mm -hmm. and it's because (laughs) they're not exactly happy with themselves so you have to be honest like we said in um the letter like we've been saying um and the word on the street you have to really be true to yourself and understand that like comprehension also like we said comes with with communication (coughs) and you have to come with understanding as well like it's okay to be let down it's okay to be unhappy but all these things come with understandings and miracles um you have to make sure that once these things are understood, you're able to pick yourself up and move forward. But if you don't be able to pick yourself up, you're going to be stuck in the same motions that you are at the moment. So stop expecting those who are absent with themselves to be present with you. And that's my final thought. Let. Friends just be dropping gems all the time. I need y'all to understand. You need to pick them up fast because somebody else is. I'm going to give you a final thought before we get out of here. Um, I had one in my head. And, um, <clears throat> you know, my thoughts escape me sometimes. However, uh, my final thought, I will say this. Um, if you argue against reality, you will suffer. Mm. 
Um, if you argue against what is, you will have a very hard time. And it can be something as simple as sitting in traffic. Or it can be something um, greater as like going through a storm. But if you're sitting in traffic, beloved, don't argue with yourself about being in traffic. Because the fact is you are in traffic. If you are going through a storm, beloved, acknowledge you are in a storm. Right. Because what's important is how you respond. Mm. And that is going to tell the story <coughs> of your experience, your response to being in that. But if you are in constant denial, you're going to suffer. Uncle Rodriguez, you guys have final thoughts? No. No? It's okay. There's always next week. It's always <laughs> yeah, it's always next week. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode 55 of the People's Podcast. It has been our utmost pleasure of hosting this podcast and speaking to you all. I want to say thank you to my co-host Amber and Joe. I want to thank Uncle Ra. I want to thank Reek for being here. This has been episode 55. Thank you all for being a friend. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey, people, it's Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy, HJ, on the mic. Oh, sure. You ready? And a one. And a two. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, 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 yeah. Travel down the road and back again. So we started from the bottom, now we're here now. It's true. Oh, oh, Episode 55. We'll see you later. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Bye. Christmas.